0: Welcome to Liminal Light, a show that explores the languages of myth and lore, sky and star, earth and embodiment through astrology, art, and spirit engagement. I'm your host, Chris. Enjoy. Us today, Bonnie. I've never said your last name. I mean, can I say your full name? Kristen Kavanaugh Rapucci.
1: Right.
0: (laughs) I don't think I've ever said your full name on the show. But what's interesting is that you contain my whole name in your name, (laughs) which I think is pretty weird. You know, this is amazing. Yeah. I was like, um. And then we also have. Can I say your full name? Yeah. Suzanne Bell Stone. Hello, Suzanne.
2: Hello.
0: You know, you've listened to these herbal episodes before. Um, (laughs) You you know who the cast of characters is, but we're doing something different today where we've opened it up to um, my Patreon supporters as the live meeting that we do every month, but we're recording it. So the technology is a little different. It might sound weird. and sorry, things are changing on the screen as I was saying that. The mercury retrograde might really be screwing with, and we're in eclipse season, and everything just looks and sounds really strange on the um, on the program, on the webinar program, and um, and the computer's acting really slow. There might be background noise, and there might be thing we might out, there might be a bad connection. So just bear with us and just uh, ride this this Mercury retrograde uh, recording. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we're here to talk about herbs and the month of July, and especially about your um, herbal forecast that you wrote. Do you want to, Suzanne, just kind of introduce the plants that we're hanging out with?
2: Yeah was drawn to um lunar ruled purple loose strife, salakaria um a beautiful wetland dweller who um is villainized um throughout this no, nice. yeah. country um and as well as oxide daisy another villain um lucanthamon bulbare um is the, is the name meaning little Common white flower, um, both ruled by the sun and the moon. Actually, it's open while the moon is out as well. Um, and then later on, or kind of throughout the whole month, Saint John's Wort or Saint John's Wort, depending on who you are wanting to talk about at that moment. Um, Hypericum perforatum, um, fiery sun Leo, like. Absolute beautiful bright yellow flowers and you touch them and you get blood red on your hands so, just um, yeah those are the three allies I've chosen for the men
0: yeah, really good choices um yeah there's a couple of things that came through them that I thought were really profound um one, one that um that they're villains, you know and that this this time period the astrology is pretty heavy and wicked you know and that they're uh that they're helpful for us but we're but they're also in tune with like the villainous nature of the uh, configurations and transits right now you know that like at saturn and pluto and the south node and um last month you know we had mars on the north node near rahu but um we get Rahu and the sun on the other end this month by, but we also get Mars still being prominent by being conjoined to Mercury as Mercury stations retrograde. So we get the malefics in full effect, you know? And so we, we get these these um, beautiful and amazing and helpful plants that um, on other um, have, you know, like context, to what the astrology is is a might be causing in our lives, but also that they're just they're seen as villains in, in by some, you know, so they're 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 a good crew. Yeah, they're a really
1: good crew. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, the other things about them that I thought were interesting um is the you know, it's an eclipse season, so the focus on um on being good for the eyes. And K 2s effects of um, purging um, often end up ca- causing or you know being wrapped up in um, things surrounding the bowels, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so they seemed like each plant had um, had some sort of relation to to like like loose strife um, supports the bowels in general, and you know that area of the body. Is um, one of the things that it it's helpful for. And then also um, the um, St. John's wort being helpful with um, protecting against E. coli. Yeah. And yeah. then also, also, like, daisy supports the bowels as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I like how um, both purple loose strife and oxide daisy are both. Transformers of the soil. There we go. It felt really akin with Saturn and Pluto, just kind of um, looking for like judgment cards or something. Like, what have you done? And what What are you facing now because of your actions?
0: Like, what have you
2: done? What have you done? Um, I was wondering, because you're talking
1: about um, you know the like invasive in quotes. And I really love like uh, your thoughts on like so-called invasive, and uh, if you could suggest any good reading um, about that topic.:
2: Yeah, um, three books I've read this winter, uh, one's called "The New Wild" by mm-hmm. Pierce, who's an environmental journalist. Um, really fascinating, went all around the world just studying what he calls novel ecosystems, mm-hmm. um, just kind of talking about how dynamic our Earth is and um, how nothing stays the same ever mm-hmm. um, cloud. Um, so that's a really amazing read. Um, and then Beyond the War on Invasive Species by Tao O'Brien. Um, This person has worked in a lot of restoration work, which um, usually ends up being spraying a bunch of poisons on the earth and different plants. Um, And I think this person got exceedingly uh, distraught by that and is also a permaculturist. So really started looking how is the problem the solution and what are these plants offering and what what messages are they bringing. Um, And then the last one. Don't have to think about it. Oh, Invasive plant, um, plant Medicine by uh, Timothy Scott. Um, really great. Um, just to, going into um, the politics and the economics of the invasive species as well as um, the amazing medicine that all of these plants are providing and habitat and information.
0: Can you, can you, um, for people that might not know what we're talking about at all right now, can you just, um, kind of reiterate some of their ideas and your ideas about, um, golf invasive species and why that, uh, Daisy and purple loose stripe in particular are, are like, uh, some eyes, like in, in maybe like the, uh, the golf course into eyes. <laughs> eyes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I remember in, I think the mid nineties, like seeing purple and saying, oh, what a gorgeous flower that is. And someone was like, oh, that's an invasive species. And I was like immediately, oh, that's bad. Um, And so we're really ingrained to have that feeling. And then um, purple lace came to, came from Eurasia to the Americas, probably in the ballast of ships. maybe in some wool, like some seeds of wool, and then really naturalized um, quite readily. And even in the 18, late 1800s, botanists actually thought they were native to here because they were so naturalized. Oh, wow, um, I love that part. Yeah, and people have been um, concerned. They think that uh, purple stripe is completely taking over wetland areas. Um, and more studies are coming out that really um, they, in places where humans have completely just um, demolished the land, then Purple Light Strip will completely move in um, and be a transformer of the land. Um, and then, but in other places, other plants are allowed to kind of grow with Purple Light and people have been finding out that Purple Light is cleaning the water of nitrogen and phosphorus, which are strongly in our pesticides and herbicides um, and mm-hmm. just running off from our golf courses, from our lawns, from our schools, from everything, um, into the water systems. Um, so people um, are concerned because there's so many of them, they're so tenacious to have such vitality, um, and people get concerned about things not being the same. Um, yeah, I think
0: it's something to come from. Sure you think of, like, um, part of the whole, what I think we're really at the corner of like, you know, with like the Jupiter Saturn conjunctions and how we're about to switch into all air signs in 2020 and we're closing out this whole 200 year like earth sign conjunction period since 1802 and um, with this Saturn like hierarchy uh, the, like in Capricorn, I'm just saying like signifiers, like hierarchy and and structure and foundation and the past and our history, et cetera. With Pluto there and with K2 there, it'd be like, oh, we got to like clear this shit out. We got to clear out like the um, the garage, the basement, you know, we got to clear out the house, all this, what's all this stuff, you know? And as you clear out that stuff, you're like, oh, um, oh that's my, you know, my goals, Broken motorcycle helmet. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, these things that you're attached to. Um, in that analogy, and in just in general, just being like classic cars, like, you know, the like things that were still are hot, you know, to be like, ooh, it's sexy, like an old mm-hmm. car, you know, but that we're kind of like we're nostalgic about having to be like. Yeah, you got to stop caring about that, or we got to let it be the past. Because this is like we can't go on like this. This stuff is destructive, you know. Um, and that part of that nature of just being of um, our a relationship to the future and past needs to be reckoned with. You know, where we're like, like you know, not everything from the past is is valuable because it's from the past, and it, or or like should be preserved because it's from the past. Not that we should let it. Uh, we should delete it. Like, we should definitely um, preserve the knowledge of everything. But that, like, that, um, what you're saying about, like, oh, this is purple loose strife is, is taking over these certain areas because it's very well adapted to it, but it's doing positive things for the landscape. And it doesn't make sense to spend energy fighting it if it's like perfectly happy living there, um, but that it's changing things that um that we're like can't deal with that change you know that we were like oh we don't want to see this not look like the way it used to look um am i making sense yeah yeah okay yeah that we that's that's part of a greater dynamic that of something that it could teach us you know that we're like um but like our ability to image the future and, and responsibly is also out of whack, you know, that we're like, I was talking the other night about how quickly we've gone from like decade, you know, just like decadism, you know, just being like 60s, the 70s,
2: yeah.
0: the 80s and like how fast we we're willing to kind of just be like, oh, that's been done. Like it was all about like, let's do something new really. And, um, and that like, we couldn't really, um, become traditional nothing could become a tradition because it was like, like oh someone already did that like a few weeks ago now like just try to do something that's never been done like continually rather than yeah. developing um, something that has weight you know um, um,
1: you were saying that like so many things could never be fully realized yeah because of that yeah, yeah. No,
0: it was never like a complete sentence or a fully fleshed out idea it's just a lot of like
1: Um, thoughts in the dark
0: yeah yeah (laughs) a lot of like really young like juvenile expression over and Mm -hmm. over like it's like beginner's luck it's Mm -hmm. like sexy you know like um but um that these plants also like i was just thinking about like them helping us be like no this is this is where we anchor into the past and this is where we kind of like move with dynamism into the future you know rather than just kind of constantly deleting the past but also being nostalgic for certain things that we won't let like clinging to certain things with our you know what is like the NRA thing with our like clutching it with like our cold, cold dead you can hands cry from yeah cold yeah, dead yeah. Hands. yeah you know like that we're like and yeah that we <laughs> yeah, have like uh that we like won't we won't let go these certain archetypes and especially certain industrial technologies uh, that like we still think are just like hot and sexy, you know, and, and the archetypes that go with them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm I'm like a victim of it as much as anyone. I like right. I like motorcycles. I like mm-hmm. guitars, you know. Like I like loud music. Like it all yeah. takes energy, you know. Yeah. But um, just watching how these plants kind of take over and flourish, and and I'm not so sure how much the other plants are unhappy that that they're invading or invasive, or if they're all in some sort of um, equilibrium together, or or they like one is bowing to the other, or something. That yeah, I think
2: constant um, forming of new equilibrium, just like in our lives, we can't expect us ourselves to be exactly like we were in our twenties or in our thirties. Yeah. Um, we wouldn't want to be that. You know, it's a different way of being. I, I can't see how we expect that of the earth. To not, And I just, yeah, I think for me, it's a lot about trusting the earth and um, saying, why have these, why are these plants taking over so much? Oh, because we've been treating the earth really poorly in certain areas and these plants are healers for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Coming in with, um, and have a broader view than a human timeline. We only live, you know, 70, 90 years right along. Just, it's such a small glimpse of a broader
0: view that could be happening. Yeah, and I, I like that, that they're doing a service to the places that they're invading or whatever, you know, and that like like very much with back to the astrology of right now and why you chose them, like that, you know, that K2 is doing some hard stuff to us, especially like amped up. Um amped up is maybe not the right terminology for it, but uh, you know, like um, made more like serious and and drastic by um, being in proximity to Saturn and and set by dignity as well as Pluto. Um, mm-hmm. That it's like trying to K two is trying to um, clear out the stuff that's that's harmful or stuff that's like making us ill. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but. Um, but that it's that's a hard process, you know, like that's like it's so. mm-hmm.
2: yeah, completely. Yeah, it's a hard I mean, people are adamant about these plants. I mean, a new um in Maine, a new Maine invasive species guide just came out recently. Um each page tells how to poison like hundreds of plants. Every page tells about how to poison them. It's,
0: it's so crazy.
2: Since nineteen seventy three, it's been the same same process, and there's been no success.
0: Yeah,
2: so yeah. With this question, it's obviously, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I just yeah, just the mindset is needs to change too. It's fascinating to me. It's, I mean, it's very controversial.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah.
1: but it makes so much sense, and yeah. it's just like those You know, it's just the earth taking care of itself, and, yeah. and um, and I think that. It will do that with or without us, you know? But it's like, it's, it's just, I, I love that uh, ability for it to regenerate itself. Just like that, like, you guys remember like the gypsum factory in Philly, like how it was just like, you know, there's just all these plants growing in there. Be- and even though like it yeah. had just been destroyed and it had just been like stamped, like all nature had been destroyed. And now like it was back, you know? Yeah. And that is, the ultimate victory of, of nature.
0: Um, You're just blowing through the pavement. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Incredible. Uh, It also makes me think of like, um, narratives of, uh, colonization, you know, and imperialism and Mm. and being like, yeah, yeah, just being like, oh, you're from over there. What are you doing here? You yeah, know, like you don't, like, belong, here. <laughs> you don't yeah. belong here. You're from that other place, you know, yeah, and it fits
2: completely with uh, what's going on the Southern border right now of this country. just
0: like, yeah,
2: um, yeah,
0: it's, yeah. Just actually, being like, you're an invasive species, you know, like, yeah. but like and not
1: considering like what, like what the benefits of like,
0: yeah. Or just letting things, allowing things yeah. to be dynamic, yeah. you know, just allow, allowing for equal, like. Trusting that their um, things can seek an equilibrium and facilitating in that, you know?
1: You were talking about that today about ideas and like crystallized ideas, the danger oh, yeah. of crystallized ideas. And, totally. Like, and that's this is really related.
0: Yeah, to I, was ta- that. I was talking today and a lot. It's like one of my like four four subjects that are on my like constant, like, uh, um, I don't know, mental shelf or something. Yeah. Like one is my disdain for opinions you know, uh, yeah, right. not my disdain, because that sounds too opinionated, but I just <laughs> like, <laughs> that, I don't know, that in place of like opinions being like, I think this, you know, like that um, right now that we can't trust any, or or that we never, probably never could have ever trusted any news source. And that, that just doesn't, it that never existed to be like, oh, news has gotten really fake and and manipulative now be like, oh, no, that's probably always the case that we overinflated objectivity in, like, uh, the rationalist mania, Mm -hmm. you know, that began in around, you know, 1700 and and that we just thought we could just, you know, like, and you see this a lot with, like, I guess we started the conversation talking about, like,
1: The Atlantic. what's it
0: about The Atlantic. The
1: magazine. The magazine, The Atlantic.
0: But then, but um, about, like, the course that did like Victorian era and like trying to be non-emotional and that oh yeah that women oh, yeah. that women weren't allowed to vote because of menstruation and that like and like hysteria you know that they can control their emotions and it and that men um you know the in the rationalist enlightenment um you would if you even if you were showing any emotion someone else would be like what's wrong with you, man? What's quit your blubbering, you know, like that you were, your, your um, rational mind was being infected by the fact that you were like, you were experiencing any sort of emotion at all. And you had to, you were supposed to keep it under wraps, you know, and that, I don't know, having an ability to be coherent of a lot of ideas and a bigger pattern simultaneously, but also allow in subjectivity and to a degree and, and, um, emotional impact being aware of emotional impact you know so that things that are like solely based on statistical information don't run away with themselves you know where you're like oh this this is a good idea because we've run the numbers but like if we all sat with it we'd be like i don't know that just doesn't feel right you know (laughs) like i just don't like the feel of that you know and Mm -hmm. that that imagine like um I don't want to say governing bodies because I think we need to lose the whole um political paradigm completely, like eventually, you know. But um, people who facilitate uh cultural behavior being like, mm, does it, yes, 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 but does it feel good? Does it feel okay? Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, yeah, exactly. and I think that's, you know, watching the way people act and move and the way plants act and move, you can learn from that, but also like, Moving into that Jupiter Saturn conjunction in Air signs, um, which is likely going to prefer networks over hierarchies. You know, as we've seen from historical precedents, this is like the same period, like that, the Black Plague, like break except um, monasticism and and also the time period where we um, like after. Alexander's death um, and empire quickly breaks up into, into like city-states, many, many city-states basically. And, and everyone's, because of his activity, everyone's speaking Greek. So information is being um, dispersed widely and, and it's, and it's a lot of smaller bodies of cultural um Cellular structures that all let all can interact. and so it, it, um, these air sign periods like fur dynamism, you know And I don't know. So it just seems like maybe that you, know, you have Pluto right on top of Saturn, right on top of K2, and this um, what's going down in the southern border of the US is like like the astrology clearly says like, you no, know, things like borders in that sense have to go. You know, like, yeah, it's um, we're, like, we need something more dynamic and flexible than mm-hmm. that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I'm ranting, but ranting and raving <laughs> right. as usual. Yeah,
2: um, that purple stripe strife is comes from the idea of dissolving strife, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like this yeah. eclipse period is, you know, and Mark's attributes full of challenge
1: and probably strife along with that. So great out during that time period. I know. And also, the uh, it's so appropriate now for, uh, because you said that it helped to discourage biting insects. Yeah. And that's like, obviously, a problem for anybody who wants to be outside in the evenings.
0: So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's like go that direction for a little while and go deeper into the plants in yeah. in turn. Yeah,
1: I mean you it's so cool. You only chose three plants and I just feel like I each, that was a- each one is like so um so laden with uh meaning for you and for this like you know, you I, I really like the succinctness of it. So I mean if you wanna jam on the plants for a while, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, yeah going back to like before kind of set us off going back to what you said about like the insects at mm-hmm. night and purple loose stripe you know being like a marsh um yeah a marsh um plant like all pepper i saw that he said smoke hereof being bruised drives away flies and gnats which in the nighttime molest people inhabiting near marshes and in the Fenny countries, you know, <laughs> yeah. which is, I just thought is, like, hilarious to think about, like, that the insects are, like, their agenda is to molest us.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. By perception.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like that <laughs> Yeah, like, you want to, um, give us, give us purple loose stripe? Right?
2: Yeah. um. One thing i think is really wonderful about all three of these plants is that they are so tenacious and so vital that um we can call upon them for medicine a lot more freely than a lot of our other plants for example um that which which is an at-risk plant um didn't know that. That's the plant. Didn't yeah, too long too much um and then it's even said in some of the literature that purple loose strike is possibly even stronger for eye health than yeah, and so we don't really have to worry about over harvesting. I mean, o- always harvest the thoughtfulness, um, yeah. honor, but it's just something, um, even in the United Plant Savers Journal, this, um, the spring 19, um, 2019 journal. They're writing about purple loosestrife stripes and saying how we need to start maybe hiring herbalists to go out and experiment with making medicine with this purple loosestrife stripe. And you know, just start seeing like testing or just um experimenting with ourselves with it. And finding out even more about the medicine that's offering.
0: Um, yeah, it's a good perspective for like plants that are um, that Require no farming, you know, that are abundant. Be like, okay, well, like, what's the most we can get out of them, you know?
2: Yeah. This, so, this plant is a single rootstock covering many square feet, 30 to 50 stalks sent up eight feet tall, and one plant producing two million seeds in one season. Like, this is Thank a you. vital plant.
0: <laughs> well, it's interesting because, like, in magic, you see often, like, if you want something to, like, um, to go everywhere, yeah. Um, you pour it into running water, you know, and that they're com- yeah. they're common along rivers, like. Yeah, um, Culpepper mentions like, like riversides and ditches, and along the like, uh, the area of the the Lambeth, which I wasn't familiar with, but I looked it up, and it's like a district in central London along the Thames, you know. But yeah. It's like you're like, oh, I want this to go widespread. Put it. A river. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, and also the amazing quality of um, you can talk to out of the soil, lead, PCBs, um, and also when a plant is offering that to the earth. Often, when we take it inside, our bodies often say a similar is offered if it's um, if we're able to take it in. You know, if it's not toxic to us, to us, which it isn't.
0: Yeah, and that's really interesting too, because like. Pepper says that um, with the eye bright thing as well, that he says like, it's really good for sight outwardly and with eye bright inwardly. Like it's like, and he says like that um, it clears um, dust and other stuff out of the eyes. And is like, it supports the crystalline humors um, if they not be perished or hurt. And I looked up, I was like the crystalline humors. I'd never heard that before. And then I looked it up and that refers to, like, the lens of the eye, um, which is amazing. But yeah. that, like, you know, it, like, clears stuff out of the eye and it clears stuff out of the soil, but it replaces, like, poisoned areas with, like, natural beauty, you know? Like, it's, like, it's easy on the eye. Out, like, walls, yeah. you know, I posted some pictures more of, like, landscape than just the... um Itself, and you can so you can kind of see what it looks like in a landscape, you know. Yeah, gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous.
2: And also just uh, the idea of bringing toxic, helping to clear toxicity out of your home, out of your relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, toxicity is coming towards you. Maybe purple strike being an ally there during this time when emotions can be running really high and.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, Mars and Leo can really be like, like send those emotions. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Straight towards somebody. Um, And it's a wonderful immune-supporting Earth. You know, a lot of our wetland plants, I mean, they know how to live in boggy scenarios. And um, boggy scenarios in our body can be congestion and just like, not clear-headed. Um, and so a lot of these plants are able to help with that aspect of our own, our own selves. And that it's astringent, so it's toning tissues. At the same time, it has um, mucilaginous, so it's moistening at the same time as toning. So that's yeah. a
0: beautiful aspect. I noticed that about, like, it seems like all three of the herbs that you suggested, sort of, like, you know, uh, purple loosestrife is... Culpepper has it as like a um, an herb of the moon in cancer, you know? So they're like, they ju- like jive with the watery, um, the watery humor and the watery like elemental quality, like the triplicity, but, um, but that they also like tone that quality. Like they don't clash against it. Like they're not, it's not like drying it out to bring, bring heat to the wet, but, like bring things in balance. It like, it's like wet on wet, but in a way that it like, um in, in like it or something
2: mm-hmm. yeah that does feel really cancerian just the um the the love of beauty in the home the love of like toning yeah. the home you know making it a really beautiful place mm-hmm. um being thoughtful about it and mm-hmm. um and yeah beauty it just feels like and purple loose stripe is just gorgeous so just yeah it feels really fitting for cancer
0: um, Lune. Lune, Lune. Yeah, it was. It's it's really great what you were saying too about it being good for clarity. Um, as this is Mercury retrograde in a water sign, um, and this is the second Mercury retrograde in a water sign, yeah. and then we're going to get it retrograde in Scorpio later in the year. And so we're you know we're we're starting to see more like. Um, You know, because it's it's happened before, obviously, Mercury goes through the triplicities, but Mm -hmm. we're getting our current dose of what it's like when Mercury's retrograde in water signs. And the last one was just so brutal because it was in Pisces and Mercury's fall and in Mercury's detriment. But, you know, Jupiter was in rulership in Sagittarius and Mercury's in in retrograde in um, his other rulership in Pisces. So it's like, oh, well, they'll be assisted in that way. And I think that is true to a degree, like, this, I keep saying this kind of, like, you get so lost, you find yourself with something um, better than what you were originally looking for. Yeah. But all the same, it's, like, being so confused, you know, so confused where, like, thought, like, analysis and ability to organize your mind is completely, like, um, drowned in emotional, um, em- emotional confusion, you know? So, this like this being like in that state, being like, "Oh my God, and I remember back in March being in the depths of that mercury retrograde in Pisces, being like, Oh my God, I wish I could just like grab on some sort of buoy or or life uh what what is it, what do they call those like donuts the that they throw out in the preserver. water. Life preserver. Yeah. yeah, and like, yeah and like have someone with like a like, you know, like a lamp and a boat being like over here. Right. You'd like finding some like, you know, the the team of people that rescue you while you're swimming in the yeah. darkness. Um and this is like purple loose strife. If you're in like a marshy, wet, mm-hmm. like fucked up situation, be like uh being like, oh, there's someone there that is it's their realm and they can help you work through it, you oh, know. The, or something, just
2: like the glow
0: of the, the that people will follow sometimes for a mm. Did you read anything about like the um, the king's evil? Did you encounter that? No. So purple loose Strike is one that um I saw in Culpepper pepper that he says it's a good rinse and gargle for mouth and throat, um, and can um, help with what they call the king's evil. And I was like, oh, what's that? And I looked it up, and it's, it's um, king's evil is what they refer to. We refer, it's also known as like um, scrofula, or what it, the disease is actually. To, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a disease or a virus or what, but it's tuberculosis, cervical. Lymphadenitis, and um, it's like affects the lymph nodes uh, on the neck, and would be these big, huge, kind of like oh my gosh. crazy um, malformations and ulcers, like on the neck. And that um, the royal touch is that, like monarchs in Britain and France, especially, would um, you know they would touch people in the populace, and because of their their divine right to rule, you know that they were um, could. Heal um heal like whatever ailed you. Like it's a, it's like a laying of the hands. But that specifically, this brufula um, or the king's evil was was healed by by like that the monarch um, touching his subjects. And but also, call pepper notes like and um, purple loose earth is good for that too. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. oh,
0: wow. but, but it's good even for that. You know.
2: Mm-hmm. And i love how um bees just love the purple leaf stripe, obviously and beekeepers um have been drawn to the purple leaf stripe honey as a really um delicious honey yeah i'm
1: really like just almost salivating at the the thought of that just getting this like super medicinal um honey i mean obviously honey has it it is medicine in itself but then to like add this purple stripe
2: to it, just crazy. Yeah. I was reading about this beekeeper who had, like, was selling purple loose stripe honey because, you know, where bees will focus on one plant for a period of time, and then if you harvest that, that becomes that plant, honey. Um, but some people were angered that this person was even advertising as purple loose striped honey because this is still so, a so-called invasive species. So yeah, so it's like, this is, beautiful medicine in the area of medicine.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, and it's it's interesting that it's its roots creep, you know, like it said, like Paul Pepper says the roots creep, um, similar to couch graph. And we're, we're talking about that, like the how, how it moves on the landscape, but that it also um, it's you know came across on boats and like I think like how you even said it came across by being preferred by by deep you know like that was people's intentions brought it across but it just it's a plant that gets around you Mm know um which is makes sense for a lunar plant you know but that it um and a Venusian plant too like you're attracted to it it's it's attractive but that like yeah, I totally. You want to have it on your arm. Yeah, but like, um, <laughs> but that it um, what was, I lost track of my thought there. Oh, yeah, but that it then something that moves that way underground also is like an invasive plant or like, quote, unquote, invasive plant, you know? Right. Yeah. Okay, so to our next villainous invasive plant, what about <laughs> a
2: Daisy. D- Talk about daisy. Oxide daisy. Okay. I, I do. Do. love old botanical name was chrysanthemum, Leucanthemum, which is gold flower, white flower. Oh right. Of the sun and the moon, both aspects carrying. Um, I love how um, this herbalist I like to read mentioned making a flower essence with the sun of oxide daisy and made one with the moon. Oh, like and then the two were just completely different and wow. but just really powerful beautiful medicine
0: yeah it's interesting i was thinking about that like that it um the way it's used you know like um in like practice with like he loves me he loves me not or like boy girl boy girl boy girl like whether or not you're gonna have like a boy or a girl child mm-hmm. or you know i like this one too like the um what kind of husband you'll have, like nobleman, beggar man, city man, farmer, soldier, king, emperor, or, you know, like.
2: Yeah, I, used to, I used to do a, um, a jump rope song like
0: that. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Like, beggar man, he's doctor, a lawyer. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah, right. yeah, so, I, know. No, I, yeah. No, I know, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, I know yeah, the, exactly.
2: yeah, yeah. Jump rope thing?
0: Yeah. Yeah, but just that, like, you're saying, like, with. Um, like that, it's its name, um, and then using it as like can be lunar or solar. It, it carries this kind of binary nature, like one or the other, you know?
2: Yeah, I love how yeah, it carries both the luminaries. It's so beautiful, it's just like will carry the light. Um, and I love how it's also called ghouls and grandmothers. and... Mm-hmm. Um, Honored, um, Associated with Artemis, uh, and then, of course, with St. Mary Magdalene and St. Margaret. Um, and then seen as kind of Thunder Daisy um, with Artemis's ability to um, talk to Zeus out of maybe throwing some thunderbolts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then amazing how even, uh, you know, growing Henry the the sixth time in England, um, there were punishments for daisies in fields you know, because that would be neglected land. Or in mm. Scotland, um, if the bulls were were growing in the grasses, then people would have to offer up one of their weathers or frustrated sheep um, as a punishment. So for a long time, daisy has been seen you know, as um, yeah, it was
0: under siege. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, completely. Uh, it's a thing about what you're saying about like um, about um, convincing Zeus not to throw thunderbolts, and and I was thinking about um, that you were talking about how it like stun, it, it can like stunt growth, like kind of in a in a helpful way.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, it, so it's good for eclipses where people like move too far too fast also with all these aspects to like um, to Uranus, which can cause um, kind of like rapid unstable mutations Mm -hmm. in is very much like the power card and and operates kind of like a lightning bolt. Like the um, example I always give when people are having Uranus transits is like, you know, you're going to be getting hit with this volatile energy so if you're going to get if your kite is if you know your kite is going to be struck by lightning you should have a key attached to it that uh runs to a a light bulb somewhere you know like but that um this daisy like you know zeus being kind of like out of control fecundity you know like this stunting growth and and kind of preventing um too much unstable mutation you know
2: yeah that's a Yeah, daisy. wearing it wearing daisy, making
0: a daisy chain around. Yeah, right totally. Yeah, a yeah. daisy yeah, daisy chain like being like distributing the energy to all your guitar pedals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But um I love all the names, like like you listed, like Billy Button, Cow's Eye, Devil's Daisy, Thunder Daisy, Fair Maids of France, Ghoul's, Grandmothers, Horse Horse blob is really
2: good.
0: (laughs) Uh, Maudlin, poverty weed, and rising sun.
2: Moonflower, too, is another one.
0: Oh, Mm -hmm. wow. Also, um, Marguerite, right?
2: Yeah, after St. Margaret.
0: Yeah. And so Culpeper has this one as as, um, being Cancer, but Cancer with Venus there. So that's perfect for this one. Yeah, that is
2: perfect. Yeah, and I like how um, uh, in, uh, the oxide daisy will protect itself in a hot, dry environment by producing even more bitter, active juices. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, it's hot for the northern hemisphere, this hot month for Leo time, um, and, you know, canceling for Leo. Um, being able to make this active, bitter juice that will then, like, stimulate the digestive system, which will then be able to transform toxins or transform, um, bring nutrients into our body and and release what we don't
0: need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is perfect for the eclipse season where um, we need to protect ourselves from extremes Mm -hmm. in general. And also like, yeah, like the digestive system more with like K2. So I guess, can I tell my mouthy story now?
1: Why would you ask me? Okay.
0: <laughs> I asked you for your advice. <laughs> okay, so like with K2, sometimes you'll get literal um, like bowel and feces and like diarrhea, like kind of stuff. But that since it's archetypal, you'll get that in general, you know, just kind of like, like feces stuff in general. Um, and Capricorn, it's like it's an earth sign, it's very material and with like. Capricorn and k2 and pluto it's like that blockage you know and um i had a friend text me and say like oh this eclipse season is really gross like i got real i got a summer flu and, and i stepped in dog shit with sandals on oh my
1: <laughs>
0: and God. i was like i got that text today and like last night i had like this is disgusting but i had like the worst case of um or really the only case but an ex Dream case of constipation that I've never experienced before wow. you know like um like for whatever it was like circumstantial like um I just ate too much gluten in the past week and I think I might have like a mild gluten tolerance yeah, yeah. Allergy. but it like I've never experienced this before it was definitely like ramped up by the like Capricorn Saturn, Pluto K two situation where I just like I don't know how graphic to get, but I like <laughs> you know, I, yeah I, I, was, was like, I was painful. Oh, life. Life. I to be long. Long, it was painful. Long seemed like
1: it yeah. happened for a long yeah, time. Yeah, like Saturn wasn't time. time. It was like yeah. two
0: hours of like trying to, like
1: yeah
0: like move just take my bowels. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, and and I literally at some point had to sort of like get on my like lower abdomen like area and like massage like stuff through you know and so that like yeah picking these these uh, multiple plants that relate to that part of the body is like really important i think especially this time around like because we were also talking about like the path and history and hierarchy and structure and like kind of like the fourth house like in um the house system relating to the underworld and um you know if you root the fourth house into space um you turn to the north, you know, like the south, the um, like the tenth house being where the midheaven heaven is. Um, you look at the south and look up, like to the sun at the top of the sky. So you look to the fourth house. You turn around and you see the um, like Polaris and and the like primordial beasts of the of that part of the celestial sky, like dragons and bears. Mm-hmm. And then you look down to the earth, and you're like, and you kind of think about the center of the earth and that's the fourth house and that how that whole architecture is in the body is sort of related to the bowels you know it's like right. the bowels of the earth you know um the excretory system where you are you leave life you know you're like um you're forced out of the physical you know um right yeah you know, a lot of yeah. interesting dreams coming in right now yeah that, so
1: many crazy dreams
0: that do surrounding um, eclipse seasons in general. But yeah, I was definitely having some dreams about like a bunch of like, kind of wretched bear hunters down this like, um, this crazy like ridge top um, expanse to this kind of like super like kind of antique mall city of like valuables from the past sort of, like, very, like, Hades, Capricorn, and then, like, um, meeting, like, um, mummies and, and deceased, like, pets and things like that Mm -hmm. there, and waking up sort of in, like, turmoil and being, like, oh, it's a dream, you know, and then having this, this, like, bowel situation the next morning or the next day, and just thinking about that, that whole structure of, like, the fourth house, the bowels, the underworld, like, the northern sky, and, um, I don't know, just kind of wanted to point that out, you know, like um, and related back to what you're saying about like the how you can use these plants. But I mean, these uh, plants medicinally. Mhm. Yeah,
2: it's really fascinating in that way. Um,
0: and also for eye support, they're all good for eye support.
2: Yeah. 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 It I kept coming up, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is perfect. Very
0: important right now. Um, yeah, some of the listeners don't know, like, um, eclipses are really bad for the eyes. It's like both luminaries, like your right and left eye, like, in being swallowed by um, shadow planets that are, you know, that uh, as flies molest us by rivers and and uh, <laughs> marshes, like the the nodes molest the sun and the moon. So your your eyes are are comprom- often compromised.
2: I think even, burning, you know, making a, a tea of two daisy flowers and then putting them on both of our eyes would be amazing.
0: Wow! Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, and it's one. It's amazing how it's, um, it's transforming polluted soils that have been polluted, polluted with crude oil. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: There's just all these. Um, daisies growing where the cars or like you know just beyond there yeah. and it's so I always I always just love the way that they look because their flowers are sort of substantial considering like you know it's not like the stem is very simple and there's not a lot of there's not like a ton of leaves on it and so the flowers are just like seem like they're almost just like You pass by them, it's like almost like they're like suspended in the air, you know. Um, And I always really love the way that they look, and um, and so so it's the only flower we had around here. And I had to clean up the Venus altar the other day, and I put some of those on it. And I was really excited then to read like what you wrote about it. I thought, oh well, I'm sure she's like, well, you know, I'm sure she's grateful
0: for it. Yeah. Yeah. And Culpepper agrees. He's like Venus and cancer. So he's like, it's really good for any ailments and wounds of of the breast area. Mm -hmm. But um, he also says that it facilitates like, and this is, I was talking about about like they're watery, they're cancerian plants. So they're not like, let's dry out these watery problem areas, but it's like, it facilitates wounds unhealed as watery humors. And, um, if watery humors keep running into them, you know, like if you're like, oh, this yeah. this like wound won't dry out. It's just like the watery humors are just in, like you know, like fungal rot or something, you know, like um, or like a like um, what do you call it? Like athlete's foot, kind uh-huh. of from, like foot fungus or yeah, something, yeah. Um, like something that just remains raw, you know, but that it also helps um eyes that keep running like watery eyes you know but yeah that i thought that that toning quality was was really interesting um and like you're saying like with like crude oil you know like uh that is it's so hades you know like where it's hades is like like pluto you know is like pluto can't like the pluto saturn south node thing and then pluto hades like Hades being like the lord of treasures because like uh metal and and gems were found under the earth. But in this dream that I had, I realized, oh yeah, also things from the past are valuable just by being old, you know. Mm-hmm. But then crude oil is something found under the earth, you know. So it's one of the one of the most like and it's dark and black and hidden. Um it's one of the most like in all the power and manipulation around it, it's the words crude oil are almost like synonymous with Pluto. Yeah. 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 It's giving us so much, like, inability to see clearly, and that, um, that, you know, that, like, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, like, loves me, loves me not, that, like, binary mm-hmm. thing. It's kind of like the fork in the road, you know, that yeah. so many clients right now, or or like have this choice, you know, like, oh, I could do this or, or or not really a choice. There's like, I want to do, I want to quit this job, but because it's unfulfilling, you know, the cancer end of it, but I don't know what's going to happen after I quit it and I won't have any security. It's like totally like the Saturn, Pluto, I don't, Pluto, I don't know. Saturn lack of security, K2 take like reducing, you know, Mm -hmm. like Daisy is such a good choice in that sense that it's like, well. Just remove one of the one of the um, you know one of one of the roads off the binary of the of the of the fork. You know. Yeah.
2: It's interesting how daisy um daisy will grow in some wet areas, but daisy is more growing. It can grow in pretty dry areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love With that. Yeah. purple loose strike is like completely and yeah. it can be so I think yeah. Have, have yeah. An ability, a similar ability in a
0: lot of ways yeah Culpepper yeah. Yeah. says it tempers the heat of choler and refreshes the liver so it's like it has some sort of relationship to, to drying and, and preventing things from overheating you know mm-hmm. yeah
2: because it knows how to live in that heat too you know knows yeah. how to, yeah. knows how to how to live successfully in that environment?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because like, what do we do with crude oil? But like, we light it on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like we ignite it. You know, yeah. so it's that like, with um, Uranus kind of thing.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. So, what about Saint? Or is it, there anything? Oh else yeah, that yeah. You Do you want to talk about Jason more? Um, um,
2: I just wanna. I just say that um, it's these really fitting with the whole expiratory system um, fourth house too because of the excretory system ability to assimilate um, decipher what is nu- what are nutrients and what are toxins or what mm-hmm. what needs to stay and what needs to leave which feels really Aquarian too and um, excretory zone. Um, yeah. So Daisy's ability to, um, yeah, even its flower essence being able to assimilate information like what what do I need to take in, what do I not need to take in?
1: Yeah, yeah, I had one from last year, and we got to take a drop of it before before our chat. Excited to have it on hand, and then also like use it considering what you had written but,
0: Yeah, and that makes sense that it refreshes the liver then, you know, Mm -hmm. that it's like, oh, hey, like, I can, like, restart the liver here so that we know what's what, you know, and that, that it like, um, if it, if it can clear out, like, if it can help with eyes that are running, and we're like, we can't see correctly, because of over emotions, like, say, like, someone who's crying or teary eyed, you know, that it can return sight the person that is overwhelmed by by the watery humors mm. you know right.
2: yeah and in t- traditional chinese medicine the liver and the eyes are completely
0: connected yeah oh wow yeah i didn't realize that yeah yeah and then as a venusian herb it's also um pepper talks about how it's also good for the secret parts you know like um mm. but also like the mouth the tongue and the secret part which are all very like moist areas you know like um mm-hmm. I think he's talking about ul- ulcers and and kernels and, and nob- nobules and stuff. I think he's talking about like herpes, basically, um, and venereal disease, you know. But those are symptomatic of, of being um, overly passionate, being like too in love, you know, like that, like going too far with, with the Venusian, you know.
2: Shall we move on to St. John's work then? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, right um, around here, this is, it, St. John's work just started blooming um, because we're two weeks late. Usually blooms around St. John's Day, late June, and sometimes early July. Um, but
0: um, last year, I think we got it perfect. We got like the St. John and the peony, which is also into that time period were like totally present on the solstice but they're still late to the wet cold spring. yeah,
2: yeah. and oh you know, he also is uh, associated with midsummer as well mm. um, but yeah so thank john for um, hypericum percoratum hypericum meaning hyper icon like over over an icon or over an operation um being almost like its ability to dispel malevolent spirits, um, which today we call depression or seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. Um, and then perforatum, it has tiny little holes um, in the leaves. That's really a nice signature um, and like ability to ID the plant. If you kind of hold up the leaves, you see tiny little holes. Another name is called Hundred, Hole, hundred Holes. I think that also it was said maybe um, the devil was so angry at um, St. John's work for warding off um, his work that he poked hundred like hundreds of holes in the leaves of St. John's work. Yeah,
0: um, yeah I didn't realize that's why he did it. You know, like I saw that, that like, St. John's Wort like um, the devil but and I saw that it was like something called like devil's needle you know but I didn't realize that like he had done it because you know because he was thwarted you know
2: the story yeah <laughs> um but yeah it's almost like like stained glass but it's it's real it's the oil gland um which is one of the stories of Saint John's would, you know, can the whole plant medicine herbalist. So I, I don't necessarily say you take that constituent out. You take the whole plant. But
0: right. It's interesting.
2: At any rate, um, yeah. So Saint so John's Wort is a completely protective plant. Um, Has been used for, and um, Saint John, Saint John wore a belt well built up wormwood but also had St. John's wort as a protection. Most people around midsummer will harvest a bundle of St. John's wort and take the old one out from last year and hang hang in the house St. John's wort bundles to protect the house for the whole year. Um, carrying them on ones being part of the seven herbs that will protect anyone from anything supernatural or otherworldly. Um along with Vervain, Speedwell, Eyebright, Mallow, Yarrow, and Southfield, And of course we could probably translate purple leaf for Eyebright if we needed to. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is interesting that like the other two plants like support the eyes physically and directly, and that um with St. John's wort it's it's a very common um, especially in the UK and UK lore. To be protective against the evil eye.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, very much.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting about the um, the hyper icon, um, you know, from the Greek, which sort of means like over pi- over picture, you know, and then um, that it's like where the like you were saying the like red pigment that comes out of it um, that will stain your hands like blood and and like. Um, they even scientifically now, call like hypericum, and that it's you know it's like in the medieval times they called it like fuga demonium, like which basically means like make spirits flee, um, and like we were saying, like uh, yeah, Hieronymus Bach said it makes the devil violent in his his herbal that he wrote, um, and that Paracelsus would say that it, it chases away phantasmata. Mata, you know uh basically talking about like perhaps like deliriums and and lunacies being a lunatic or more of this like um, over overly emotional you know even like the delirium of love potions they would talk about you know like oh you've been you've been enchanted with this that movie like that movie that Recently, Mm -hmm. the love Uh, wedge.
1: You know, like
0: if all those guys just were carrying Saint John's work, you know, they they would have been fine. You know this movie, Suzanne. No, I don't. I forget the director's name, but it's like it it appears to be completely in place in in the early '70s or late '60s, and then um, you see like a modern Volvo eventually. And then by the end, people are on cell phones, you know? And then you're like, oh, this is like kind of making fun of a lot of things, speaking of like decades, like 70s, 80s, 90s, things being retro and coming back around. And there being like a whole cult of that and being able to like structure a whole identity around that, you know? Like,
1: the director's name is Anna Biller.
0: Anna Biller? Yeah. yeah like Anna Biller, yeah. It's like the love, it's like this woman who, um using like some um what does she use like mandrake on this one guy and then he has like she's like some she just
1: makes these potions yeah yeah
0: but there's like a tropane alkaloid that she uses that then he has like the sweats and has like eventually a heart attack or something and yeah but um doing all these things that are kind of like sort of how would you how would you say like um Kind of, like, witchcraft 101, but taking them to this level that's diabolical, you know, like,
1: yeah, because he's like killing these men, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> she's making them overly emotional. It's not yeah. a great movie,
0: yeah. She does make them overly yeah, emotional, and she,
1: then she's like disgusted by their emotion, yeah. <laughs> um, she's just like, I, I think she just wants like sex, and so yeah, she's just, I
0: don't know, she's confusing sex and love,
1: yeah,
0: like. It's very like Venus and Cancer, and then yeah. If anyone, if like everyone in the movie just had some St. John's Wort and Daisy, they'd probably be okay, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Wouldn't be, be protected from psychic attack, you know. Yeah. In, in that, like, the other plants are um support the eyes and support like the bowels and the the lower digestive system this is like against evil eye, but also is um, protects against E. coli. So it's, it's almost like
1: the wow. same. It's
0: not like directly on the body system, but the thing that would affect the body system, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and a wonderful, um, it's a warrior, herb, um, which is wonderful, I think, for Mars and Leo to mm-hmm. kind of have a guiding uh, luminary.
0: Right, cool. yeah, to have like the the general in the house with like, or yeah. yeah, the king in the house with the general or whatever.
2: Yeah, like probably when the sun comes into Leo, too, it will be really. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, getting into the same John work now kind of is like a good foreshadowing for um the planets moving into Leo later in August.
2: Yeah. Yeah, completely. Um, but really, also great nervous system support, a great nerve um, and, um, uh, pain relief, um, it, anything that's kind of affecting the nervous system and kind of pain on the nerve, nerve endings.
0: Um, it's interesting that like the, um, that like it has like a hypnagogic, like kind of entheogenic like effect. Like when you're hypnagogic now, like when you're falling asleep and before you get like narrative Disassociative dream mode, like um, you, you see all these patterns and patterns of lights, and that's where you start getting triggered, like um, short phrases and and flash images and things like that. That's like the hypnagogic state um, as you experience on the way in, as you're dozing off, and that a lot of that comes from starting to project concepts and ideas on and and into the light patterns that are coming from the nerves on the back of your eye socket so that it, it soothes the nerves, but it also, they say like, um, how do I say this? Like it sort of structures and affects that, like the randomness of that, those light patterns So then almost like, you know, when you're falling asleep on, on a psychedelic, it it clearly affects like how you see your inner eye, you know, but that, um, St. John's War also does that, you know, and that it it kind of like um, it brings that to a little bit of a, a lighter mood, like less less dark images tend tend to um and and how it also has like photosensitivity, like it yeah. it literally makes you think experience things um more lightening way,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know people who take take St. John's work from October through May.
1: Yeah.
2: It's a kind of lightener of the winter. Lack of light. You know, bringing the sunshine into the northern hemisphere.
0: Yeah, which is crazy that a red pigment comes from it. And and it's like, the light we get from the sun has that, like... I mean, we get some, like some of the spikes of like the blue light, but it's in the context of the sun
2: mm-hmm.
0: solar red light, you know, that's mm-hmm. the opposite of what we get from like our computer screens and things like that. Now that I'm staring at the computer screen right now, that I'm actually staring at the word red pigment on the uh-huh. computer screen, like oh, <laughs> um, maybe even just the word red, like yeah. invoking St. Saint John, Saint John's work can help. Um, but yeah really really interesting um like physical and metaphysical effects It's like how it um is used in storm stopping and in weather magic well. oh yeah yeah
2: it's
0: interesting that it's like um that it's like the sun i thought of that as like the sun being kind of the centerpiece of like how the seasons flow, you know. And, and St. John's Wort being like a midsummer or like a solstice herb. And that is the time, at least in this world, where it initiates like thunderstorm season, you know? Yeah. Being able to like through the solar clock, like reference, reference out of um, if you're trying to bring rain or stop rain. Like you have, you can just imagine using the sun as like a slider around the seasonal clock to like set it where you want, you know? There's just so much there with St. John's Fort, like the devil punchers thing, like all the, um, being on this like spots, like the signature of the sun is so strong, you know?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's also amazing how St. John's Fort is an amazing ally for first and second and third degree burns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wonderful healer and helps, um, scarring and keeps, um, infection from coming in. Um, which is, you know, which is from too much heat. So that's pretty fascinating. It also has that ability to, yeah. uh, to assist sunburns or,
0: or really extreme burns. And, and it's crazy that like, you know, sheep and goats and um, they eat it, they graze on it and browse on it. And then they become so photosensitive that they get burns and they get like bloated and, and uh, by the sun, you know, mm-hmm. but then it also like is helpful. It like can, can cause you to burn and then help you from yeah, burns. I you know that.
2: Yeah, plants often have that spectrum, which I think we have too with um, like our strengths and our weaknesses are really a spectrum. And then, mm-hmm. Right,
0: you know, certain plants will be a sedative and an upper depending yeah. on on yeah. the dosage.
2: How you take care. of awareness
0: yeah that's very much like it's so similar it's so so similar to the sun in so many ways because like you need to get outside and get the sun on your skin to have vitamin d and to be uh, have vitality but you can easily become burned you know it's like you're dealing with something that's easy enough to strategize around but is is essentially dangerous you Mm -hmm. know
2: Mm mm-hmm Yeah. Post St. really helps with one's inner sun too, It's like keeping that vital force flowing.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, so much interesting stuff. Um, yeah. Well, I think we could probably go on about these plants and about everything else indefinitely. But maybe. Right. We could Bring this to a close. Do we have anything we want to touch on?
2: Um, I think we just have to remember that there are some caveats with St. John's Wort. If you're taking it internally, mm-hmm. um, people should uh, people who are um, are taking antidepressant medication um, should not take St. John's Wort.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: Um, St. John's Wort sometimes is so good at getting toxins out of our body that it will see that as a toxin Oh wow. And so that that's very much um, something very important for someone who wants to call upon Saint John's Word and should talk to their physician if they're one to it just wouldn't be their ally. A flower essence would be more the way to go. Mm,
0: yeah, wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. Like you know, when you remediate Saturn, and you're like, if someone has a lot of Saturn work to do, and you're like, oh yeah, you should, you know, you should start hanging out with old people and start, um, you know, getting a really disciplined, um, meditation practice going, and you should think about fasting and um, being alone more, you know, being silent, and you know, it like you can. Um, concoct like a recipe for depression for someone who already has a debilitated Saturn, you know, and then like, yeah. um, so it's good to balance that with solar work, but if you just did all solar work, you could, um, you could get out of control on that, like, kind of confident um, bragging, um, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you know, yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, like, but like, kind of, and so that's really. That's really important I think in all of the the astrology of right now that we're talking about where we have like solar eclipses and and um and Saturn conjunct eclipses you know this like how much Saturn and how much sun to to yeah. use and figuring out what the equilibrium is mm-hmm. so for someone it's it's an interesting example for someone that is antidepressants and mm-hmm. this solar herb um kind of trying to like remove all the toxins to the point where it's their antidepressants are effective and then they're depressed, you know, yeah. uh, it's just like about like, what's the, what's the next, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that, in that case, you know, bring things into your house and have it in flower vases or, uh, you know, yeah. just, we don't always have to take it, take the plant in or just yeah. carry a picture or just call, like vision go
0: on a vision like visionary um, vision with saint john's work something yeah. yeah totally yeah i think it's like a perfect timeline uh it's about like the astrology in general right now being like the cancer eclipses and the the um capricorn eclipses and saturn's involvement and Pluto's involvement pointing out like oh in our own lives and then in the world at large there's a lot of like really serious heavy things that have to be dealt with and it's kind of like okay no more fucking around time to actually deal with this and so that's like facing a lot of heavy stuff and then on the cancer end being like yeah i know it's going to be really emotional uh dealing with this but how how upset do we actually need to get you know it might be more effective if we just get excited about finally dealing with it yeah. you know um and getting on the other side of it but I and that seems to be like part of the what we're going to experience with um with all the planets moving into leo after that we're like oh it feels so good to deal with this like you know to yeah. deal with like things as crazy and fucked up as like the border issues it, um, in the, you know, the Southern border of America or like reports of like, oh, yeah, we have 12 years before we have to, if we don't do anything about climate change in 12 years, that's kind of just like done, you know, like, yeah these things that are really urgent that it's like, okay, yeah, now we have to actually look at this and change our lives and stop nostalgic for previous life patterns, mm-hmm. uh, but that doesn't mean, to go into depression mode. It it's like we need to seek like vitality, you know? Yeah. Really fantastic choices. Yeah,
1: thank you, Suzanne. Yeah, thank you.
0: And, and thank you for being on another episode of the light. Yeah. Thank you.